In Jesus' name, right now, I declare you are righteous, you are forgiven, you are whole, you are loved, you are wanted, you are desired, you are chosen by the master of the universe. He pursues you, he loves you, he is intense about you. When it comes to you, he is intense. His love is often irrational in the pursuit of you. Welcome, the Sanguine Community, the optimists, the uh, the ones that are bringing the light and dark and tumultuous times. And yeah, maybe it's not that dark and tumultuous, but your light is always shining because that's how bright you are. Even in full sun, your light shines and the fruit of your spirit is drawing people around. Keep making a difference. Hey, and uh, the intro... <laughs> Yes, if you're new to this podcast, that is how our God, and I'm talking about those of us that are already in the supernatural family, and we want you to come in, you're just like, dude, that sounds super weird. Well, not really. If you watch Sci-Fi or The Incredibles, welcome to an incredible family, and we are as odd as The Incredibles are. Is there an amen out there? All that amen means is so be it. It's a way of agreeing. So even if you're not per se in the religious community, you can still say amen because it just means so be it. It's a way of affirming. So, (laughs) yes, God, this adventure, this relationship is not religious. I'll tell you, if it was religious, and I was in it for a very religious purpose at one time, thankfully, the real genuine grew, outweighed and eradicated the religious, but I was still a poser and an actor in so many ways, keeping up false pretenses and not letting the fullness of a God who loves me unconditionally come in and transform me. And so what I can tell you now that it's a wonderful adventure, it's super fun. God's always surprising me and how he works and what he does. And it's actually just some of the stories I want to share with you about how God has surprised our family and how how he has showed up. And it's just it's just been fun because this isn't a ritual or this kind of ritualistic relationship or these traditional things that we do. This is fun and adventurous. And uh, God loves to partner with us because we think we're normal or maybe you you know, think you're above normal and you probably are because you're pretty freaking awesome, right? Yes, you are, but God thinks we're awesome too. So that's probably the right perspective to have. I often think of myself as fairly normal and sometimes maybe even borderline on, uh, would you call me boring? And you're just like, oh yeah, man, dude, sometimes when you haven't had enough coffee or enough sleep, dude, wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Ah, that hurts. He cut me deep, man. God has, uh, and just recently, and this is this is what this podcast is about. So we're we're not, you know, scripture always pops up because God's words are awesome and they're always worth repeating. And uh, you know, He says we should speak the very words of God. And uh, in Revelations, it talks about you know we defeated that beast in Revelations by you know the word of our testimonies and the blood of the Lamb. So our testimonies are that is the recounting of our experiences with God's faithfulness and come throughness. Yes, I said that come throughness are powerful. They are weapons. And so our testimonies are important. And it is important to have current, up to date, 
weapons or testimonies, okay? You don't want to have a testimony. It's okay to have an antique testimony, but it's more important to have an updated and current testimony. It's like a weapon or a gun that's new, greased up, lubed, and ready to shoot. It has been manufactured to fight. And testimonies are weapons to fight with because they they provide like strength and they penetrate like exteriors. When you give someone a testimony, when you pray for an unbeliever and all of a sudden, you know, they're in that vulnerable spot. So they accept it and that happens. Okay. They might not have a hundred percent belief, but they got some all of a sudden. And so that penetrated a hard exterior. And so it's really incredible. So this podcast is just about being part of that supernatural family, realizing you're part of that supernatural family and just living normally as you would as part of a supernatural family, which you might extrapolate from all that is not normal. It's supernatural. And so just let me recount. And this isn't necessarily my testimony, but I was part of it, but I wasn't directly part of it. But my wife, Adrian, was able to pray for one of our friends who has been having heart problems. And she's been having heart problems for a long time, and it's getting progressively worse. And, and often there, there's, uh, I don't know exactly what the symptomology is, but her heart goes into a very irregular beat. And she has to go to the hospital, and they have to stop and restart her heart like uber uber scary. And so, you know, she's pursuing more um, intense like medical help because the local people here, they're great, but they've done what they can. And Adrian had the opportunity to pray for her. And I don't know exactly what she prayed. And our family ha ha has also prayed for this family because they're very near and dear to us. It it's not a chore. And quite honestly, it's never a chore to pray for anybody. Even my enemies, which I try not to have many because it's hard to have enemies and it's a lot of work. And I don't necessarily want to put that work in to have an enemy, but I do manage to get a few and that can be a little hard to pray for. But when they're vulnerable and like facing life and death situations, it becomes a lot easier. Well, Adrian prayed for her and I don't know exactly what she prayed, but Adrian was talking to her the other day and what Adrian and I and our family, our kids also take as normal and routine as being part of a supernatural family. Okay. This gal's like, Oh, when you prayed for me, it made such a difference. And Adrian's like, Oh no, it didn't. You know, well, I don't think she actually said that because, you know, we don't do that because we've talked about words and we're just kind of like, Oh, okay. But you know, not trying to receive the credit, you know, kind of deferring, and, you know, I don't know if that's good or not, because uh, in Adrian's case, it probably was good because, you know, she really is humble and genuine. In my case, eh, it can be 50-50, you know, the suffrage jerk can get in there and say, yeah, it's all me. Thank you. You're welcome. I did that for you. But she's like, no, since you prayed, I haven't had any irregular rhythms and they had been coming in in waves. Okay. What we take as part of the supernatural family. And if you're on the outside, okay, this is some candy to maybe think about coming in because this family's pretty freaking cool. And what we do is normal is pretty freaking awesome. So another story, we have some family, okay? And this is becoming even more common. Well, matter of fact, there's two stories, family and friends who were having trouble conceiving children and due to female issues and different things like that. And actually we prayed for them, okay? Well, one of them now has two kids, okay, pretty amazing, and the other one, yep, they're they're on their way. 
I can't tell you how many times Adrian and I, okay, we have six kids, so maybe we have a special what they call anointing. And you're like, what is that? Well, it's just like this oil that you put on somebody's forehead, greasy. Maybe we got we got the lube in the woo-woo area. So when we when we activate those kind of prayers, they're already pre-lubed up and, and they get delivered pretty fast. I don't know. That's that's a hundred percent speculation. Don't take that anywhere further than yeah, just leave it there and get a good laugh out of it and leave it there. But the truth is we've been able to often, okay, not everybody, but pray for a lot of people that have desired to have children to conceive for the first time, to open that which was there, okay? That is no credit to Adrian and I because we're part of the supernatural family. In our family, well, we've also been able to witness, and I think this happened at least two, and it could have happened three or four times, but our kids had really high fevers, and we were concerned, and uh, I don't know if we just forgot to pray or just, you know, when your kids have fever, there's a lot of intensity around it, so they're not happy, and so we probably did pray, but when we get to the hospital, okay, now this isn't always a one and done, and that's the thing about prayer that sometimes is a little discouraging is that we expected, you know, the one and done. It's not always the way it happens. It's often not the way that it happens. But being part of a supernatural family means that things happen supernaturally. So not the way we expect it to happen in the natural realm. And so they have these very high fevers, like we're talking, you know, well over 100, you know, getting into the dangerous realm where you don't want to have them that often. And we pull up to the hospital parking lot and we pray one more time and we wait a few minutes. Bam. The fever's gone, okay? Part of being a supernatural family, amazing, okay? Another instance, one of our sons had a growth in a, well, let's just say a private area and very young, you know, like not even toddlers, so not walking, just about ready to walk. And we were getting ready to take him into the doctor. And I remember was out and about working in my day. And I was like, oh, this is about the time, you know, Adrian's going to leave to go to the doctor, you know, to have, you know, this looked at. And we had a lot of concern about it. And at that time, being part of the supernatural family, and this is one of the cool things that happens in the supernatural family and talked about it in numerous previous podcasts, but God talks to us and he talks to us in different ways. And this wasn't an audible voice, but this was like a voice in my head that says, Tom, it's done. And I was like, I knew exactly what the voice was talking about because that is what was on my mind. And it's what I was thinking about and I had been praying about during that morning and it's done. And I call Adrian and I was like, hey, can you just look one more time? Can you just check and see if that's there? Like opens the diaper up, looks, and she's like, it's gone. It is gone. Okay, that is what is part of, it's what it's like being part of a supernatural family. So I want you to receive right now that that is you. That's your inheritance. Supernatural, praying for people, making a difference, seeing people healed, seeing people brought whole. I can't tell you how many times people have prayed for me and I felt like they were reading my mind and my trials and my struggles and they prayed for my comfort and I had a peace that passed understanding and I was able to weather and sail through those 
those trials, like supernatural insight that you could not have without being part of a supernatural family. And being part of the supernatural family, I've also experienced, okay, these are all true stories. I can't make this stuff up because I'm not very good at making stuff up and telling stories. Occasionally, I can get on a streak, but they're usually so outrageous, you'll know. But there were years that we struggled here. And yes, I'm not some awesome provider, okay? I am the guy that does what God calls me to do and the work he calls me to. He is the provider. And so as I was really learning that understanding intensely, okay, the boot camp of understanding that God provides, I learned pretty quickly because I was arrogant back then by my own admission, right? Just said it. By my own admission, I was arrogant and believed that I could provide my, for myself. All my abilities to provide absolutely 100% disappeared. Okay, God was trying to give me something better. This isn't God being vindictive. God was trying to give me something much better because he is a much better provider and having faith in him versus myself <clears throat> is much better. And so come around Christmas time, literally no money. I mean, no money for anything, let alone presents. And so about a week before Christmas, still no money. Christmas tree shows up on our front porch. We managed to get enough money to put money in our big excursion. I think the most we had had it filled up probably in three months, we were able to get it a quarter tank. And some of you can really relate out there. You know what that's like. You, you feel it. You're, you're right there with me as I retell the story. And we went to church and we come home. Christmas tree. Okay. We worked really hard because we're both proud and arrogant. I can especially speak for myself. We didn't want anybody to know the struggle as many of you out there are. How'd they know? Christmas tree on our front porch. Wow. At least we have a Christmas tree. We had decorations that we didn't have to buy that we were able to decorate the tree. And I think Okay, there were a number of these Christmas, so I might be pulling a couple together, but we were able to get a few presents through, I think, somebody that gave us a gift card for Target. No, no, I know what it is. My mom had sent a gift card early for the kids' presents, and that was what we used to get them each something. So now, Adrian and I couldn't afford to get them anything, and as a parent, you know how that feels. It feels pretty crappy, even if they're getting something, it's not from you, and as a parent... I know it shouldn't be the issue, but it's the issue. You want to provide for your kids. Well, on Christmas Day, we go outside. No, we open our curtains out on the front porch. It's filled with presents specific to every kid. I don't know who did it, who got told, who the secret agents were, but that is what is part of being a supernatural family. God said to me, I am the provider. Okay, that's not the only Christmas that went down similar to that. There were a number of them in that season, a hard season. Yeah, some of you are in there. Just let me tell you, God is faithful. You can make it. You can do it. Yes, I know that is hard. But now, guess what I know pretty well, okay? I'm never going to espouse that I know it all the way 100%. But guess what I know pretty well? God is a provider, and I am part of a supernatural family. I am part of a family where things, when we close our eyes and we allow our mind's eye, okay, the infinite realm of possibilities that is God, open up, incredible things happen. So if you're not part of the family, I'm just going to welcome you in now. If you are part of the family, maybe it's time to look into more what was available, is available to you right now. So my friends, love you, appreciate it. May the Holy Spirit just 
imprint on your spirit this week speak very personally to you. Jesus, give you revelatory understanding of his unconditional love for you and the Father that you feel his pad of approval on you. I so appreciate you. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.